0: Happy New Year 2020! Can you guys believe it? 2020 just sounds, I don't know, sounds futuristic. I still feel like 2005-ish was like just a few years ago, so pretty crazy. I hope everybody had a great New Year's Eve, and I'm really happy that you're here with me for this episode. So for this year in review episode, I'm not going to walk you through all of my highs and lows from the past year, but I do want to focus on one thing in particular that a lot of you have asked me about and I think is really common, and that's walking through fear. And actually, I would change that to walking with fear or feeling the fear and doing it anyway, which is kind of like my theme to 2019. So I tend to not focus on all the good things that I've accomplished and how I've grown. And I can kind of get like narrow minded and only see what I didn't do, or what others have done and what I can do better. So at the beginning of last year, I was able to recognize that I had taken a major leap in leaving my steady job and pursuing this digital platform full time. And I, I noticed how much more I'd grown into myself in my fifth year of sobriety, but I also saw that I was letting fear dictate a lot of things in my life. So I wanted to be more social, but I was kind of letting this newly acquired social anxiety hinder that. I wanted to feel more comfortable speaking in public, but again, anxiety was affecting that. I wanted to start a podcast, but there were so many factors pertaining to that, including the two that I just mentioned, and the fact that I had no clue where to start, and the fact that it is so much work, everything from researching guests to planning interviews to then conducting the interviews to editing to graphics and so on. Just so much work. So I was able to see how saying no to things that made me uncomfortable was not, in fact, comfortable, because it made me feel bad about myself afterwards. And I was able to see that the only way to overcome these fears was to just take contrary action and do them anyway. So I had a conversation with my husband where he told me that some of his greatest successes, including Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory, came to fruition just simply from saying yes when he wanted to say no. So I made a decision to do the same thing. So I can't even begin to tell you how much I grew personally and professionally over the last year just by doing this. And I want to emphasize that there's definitely a time and a place for saying no. Boundaries are so important. So I'm not saying to just do everything and say yes to every little thing that comes your way, but when our knee-jerk reaction to something is to say no and to stay comfortable and not to do something because we don't know how or it's daunting or it's scary, that's when we should say yes. So I can tell you that just through doing this podcast alone, my world has grown and the things that I was afraid of and the social anxiety is not scary anymore. I think some of that anxiety that I was feeling was related to trauma, and I've done a lot of trauma work, so that really, really helped, and I do have an episode on that coming up with my therapist, Um, but back to the podcast, I really had no clue what I was doing in the beginning, but I did it anyway, and I was often freaking the F out inside, but I did it anyway. And I've met friends through podcasting. I've learned so much. I'm not afraid of public speaking, and my social anxiety is barely perceptible anymore. And again, the trauma stuff definitely helped with that. Meditation really helped with that, but also just doing something over and over again. Um, I'm comfortable and confident in my conversation skills, and I'm comfortable walking into a room full of people I don't know. Professionally, I've found something I'm passionate about and diversified my brand, so it's all just from doing one thing. So to apply this to your own life, maybe there's something you've been wanting to do that you haven't done because you're afraid or you're anxious or you don't know where to start. So take this as your sign to just feel that, honor that, and do it anyway, I promise you will figure it out as you go just by doing one thing that intimidated that intimidates us. The rewards can have tentacles that reach so many other aspects of our lives, not to mention the confidence and the esteem that come with facing and overcoming a challenge. So Even if we face something and it doesn't work out, that's okay, too. That's how we learn. There's no lesson or growth in staying in our comfort zone. Okay, so another lesson I learned this year was to truly detach from outcomes. Um, There's a book by, I think he's a Harvard psychology professor. His name is Daniel Gilbert. It's called Stumbling on Happiness, where he explores this idea that because of logic processing errors in our brains, um, we don't want the things that would make us happy and the things that we want, like more money or a bigger house or a fancier car or that Birkin (laughs) won't make us happy. So basically we don't know what's best for us or what will truly make us happy. So this is something that rationally I've always understood, but it really came to a head this past spring. So I'll give you a little backstory. In the world of digital content creation, Instagram, influencing, whatever you want to call it, there are agencies that handle the business end of things. So they handle brand collaborations, personal business, brand opportunities, and growth. Um, They handle events, exposure, all of that. So there are a few really big ones, and I happened to be contacted by one of the big ones, and I decided that this was the thing, the only thing that I needed to take my business to the next level. Um, I put all my my (laughs) eggs in their basket, So without getting into too many details, we had a few meetings and a few phone calls, and then they just totally ghosted me. So I was offended. I was dejected. Um, I felt like my career was at a standstill and like I didn't get the one thing that I needed. So I just didn't know what to do. I was so uncomfortable. Um, But from discomfort comes exploration and ultimately growth, right? So I had lots of meaningful conversations with my husband about how he overcame rejections in his own career. And I had conversations with other women in the industry who offered their insight. I read a lot of books on stoicism and turned towards my faith. Um, And I realized that Not getting that opportunity was actually the best thing that could have happened to me. I don't want my platform to just be about monetization, and I don't want to relinquish control and also a large percentage of everything I do, and I don't want to just be another number on a roster, and I don't want the pressure of all of that to be a factor in what I do. So I was able to see myself and my goals more clearly. And then I ended up signing with an amazing agency that is totally aligned with what I hope to promote here. They have my back. It's a much better fit. So I realized that I can be so busy reacting to life and outcomes and planning and arranging my life how I see fit um, that I miss the beauty of what is unfolding. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. So To apply this to your own life without sounding too woo-woo, when we can let go of outcomes and just trust in whatever you choose to believe in, the things that come to pass are far greater than the things we can try to arrange for ourselves. And this is something that I've understood, especially in my sobriety, but you can understand these things in theory, but then you need to be in the classroom, so to speak, to really apply it. So this was a big lesson. So that's not to say that the job or the promotion or the partner or the home or whatever the thing is that you want, that's not to say it's not gonna be amazing, but it's just a reminder to detach a bit and remember that we might not know what the best thing is for us. Okay, so on this note, let's talk 2020. I am not big on resolutions and I don't consider what I did last year to have been a resolution. It was more a shift in my approach to life, but I do believe in the power of putting pen to paper and how that clarifies things and helps to shift intentions. So something that I did this year that was helpful was an audit. So it's super simple. Just write down what you want to do more of this year, what you want to do less of, things that made you feel good and things that made you feel not so good. So it can be anything, big or small. Like for me, starting my day on my phone on a screen makes me feel not so good. Doing my meditation before I drank my matcha and my brain turns on makes me feel really good. Um, my impatience with people makes me feel not so good (laughs) and helping somebody out makes me feel really good. So I don't want this to be a rigid exercise where you feel like you have to change everything. In fact, you can throw it out once you've written it, but something about writing it down, getting it out of your paper, getting it out of your head and seeing it makes it become more of a reality and something that you'll remember. Okay, so I did an Instagram post yesterday on lessons that I learned this year. So I'm going to just read those and then I'll talk about things that I hope you'll consider in the new year. So some of my lessons were that I don't have to feel my absolute best all the time which I used to think I did, and I was in constant pursuit of that, which is exhausting. (laughs) The moments of joy and sweetness are enough to carry me through challenging times. Another one is my body tells me what it needs when I slow down and listen. I don't have to be right all the time, or I can be right all the time, but I don't have to let people, aka my husband, know. Things that are scary become not scary after I do them enough times. To that point I can do anything even if I'm scared. I'm always rushing to get to the next moment, but I can be truly happy if I just stay right here right now. There's a plan for me if I stop reacting and notice what is unfolding in my life. I don't have to control outcomes and eat the damn cookie. Like always eat the cookie. <laughs> okay, so here are some things for you to consider this year if you feel irrational fear about something take contrary action embrace it as an opportunity to grow instead of trying to make other people like you work on liking yourself so i realized that i was so caught up in my image and people's perception of me that i really didn't give myself the love and nurturing that i deserve kind of reached a breaking point with all of this which was me balled up in the fetal position on my couch in New York having like a borderline panic attack and I got up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I looked in my eyes and I said I love you and even saying that here makes me squirm with discomfort but I've been doing it ever since and something in me changed. I highly suggest you try it. It's awkward and uncomfortable and you'll feel stupid and vulnerable and squirmy, but just try it. Just try doing it in the morning and see what changes. So this one is a given, but unfollow anybody that makes you feel worse about yourself, even if they're your friends. So I've talked about this on other podcasts, but if you're friends with somebody whose feed just makes you feel like shit or makes you feel less than, just mute. There's a mute button. Um, So that's always an option. And stay off the explore page. Nothing good ever comes from the explore page. Slow down. We are constantly rushing to the next moment or distracting ourselves in the current one. But I have found that true happiness really is right here right now. If you don't meditate, just try starting with one minute a day. So just sit there with your eyes closed and you can say the so hum mantra in your head and remember that it's not about shutting off your thoughts. Your brain produces thoughts. That's what it does. That's fine. That's good. You're not trying to stop that. Just try to slow down, direct your attention to a mantra. So so hum is a good one. Once you can do one minute, you can try to do it other points throughout the day. So maybe like do it in a cab or sitting in the doctor's office or in the bath or the shower or before bed or something. So you just start accumulating these one minute meditations. And then you can try to work your way up. Make a list of all the people you want to see or the people who bring you joy and reach out and make plans with them. I think we are all a little bit lonely and I think we could all use some friendship. So I'm not going to lie, 2019 was. An emotionally turbulent year because I was growing so much and pushing myself so much. It was very uncomfortable. And side note, we don't always have to be growing. We can just be, and that's fine. But I do want you to know that from it came so much good. And if you are uncomfortable, or you want to grow in the new year, or you want to try something different, you can do it. And I am cheering for you. And if you want to do something and you're scared and you need advice or anything, feel free to DM me. I try to get back to all my DMs, it's impossible, but I I do try to get back to as many people as I can. Or you can also email me. Um, My email is on my website, and I think it's also on my Instagram and I, I'm cheering for you, and I appreciate you tuning into my podcast. I'm excited to see where this goes in the next year, and as always, if you liked this episode or if you like the podcast in general, please rate, review, subscribe. It takes two seconds, and it makes a huge difference for the show, and yeah, I love you guys. I'm excited for a new year. I think it's going to be amazing and I will be back next week.